The Secrets of Disney is brought to you by the Star Quest Production Network and is made possible by our many generous patrons. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit sqpn.com slash give. Ladies and gentlemen. What's there, Mama? 10,000 years will give you such a crick in the neck. How do you do? How do you do what? Show me the smile. If you can't say something nice... Don't say nothing at all. Very nice. You can sit by me. Everything's so wonderful. Come <laughs> <laughs> on, get up. Come on, get up. Where are we going? Up to Neverland. You must kiss me. Excuse me? Please, princess. One kiss. Unless you beg for more. Hi there, and welcome to another episode of The Secrets of Disney. And I'm Deborah, one of your hostesses. And joining me today, of course, is Sherry. Hello. And we are going to talk about something a little more uh, seasonal and festive today and something we're going to experience um, on our upcoming trip to Walt Disney World, which is Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party. Yay! Yay. My, my favorite event, let me tell you. It is one of my favorite. I think you you might have be right. It might be my favorite event because they do a companion one in November and December called Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Um, and you're probably like yes. shaking your head going, what are you talking about if you're not <laughs> familiar with this? So, okay, every, you know, 365 days out of the year, you can get into Disney on your regular, you know, go buy a park ticket, get into Disney. But the thing is, is like they've, and and not just Disney, but a lot of Central Florida and a lot of theme parks in general have um, realized that Halloween is a cash cow. <laughs> like, yes. Like yes. even like any holiday, cash. any holiday is a cash cow. Right. And Halloween, most especially for, for whatever reason, and I've noticed it around here in Nebraska too, is like people are like, ooh, pumpkin patch and hay rack rides and, you know, and. And um, so Disney's no exception. Sorry, my phone is dinging and I forgot to turn it off. But anyway, um, so the Mickey's Not So Scary is an extra ticketed event that they have throughout August, if you believe that, September and October. So they just started this on like usually Tuesdays and either Friday or Saturday nights and then like maybe three or four nights out of the week um, all the way up until Halloween. And you pay extra to get in, and it's they sell only only a limited number, but I think they sell quite a bit to get in. So it's less less than a normal day, but maybe more than you you think. And but, it's only an evening event, this particular one, right? Typ- so oh, you, uh, oh, I, go I ahead. was going to say that typically it runs from seven p.m. till midnight. Yes, but you can get in early, so they let you in at about four o'clock to claim your wristband and for this event they give you a bag to trick-or-treat with right so and and they close the park early so that the regular park goers i believe have to leave or they're six yeah Yeah, they 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 shoo them to the door and they they begrudgingly go and they look behind them and go but i want to stay and they're like nope get out so anyway, or they say, sure, if you pay for your ticket, right, that'll be, <laughs> and it's not cheap either. That'll be 90 something dollars for regular price ticket. Um, it's 
pretty expensive. It used to not be that way. Like Sherry and I have gone to Mickey's Not So Scary for, I would, I have said probably over 20 years myself. Um, you know, I remember Sherry and, um, Sherry and I going a long, long, long time ago. Um, and then, um, I remember like, you know, 1999, I think I went to my first one. So it's been all around a long time and it's gone up from, I think I paid $40 to get in back then to 90. So it's kind of jumped up in price. Yeah. Well, so, so, uh, the prices do vary through the season. And like Deborah said that it starts in August, huh. uh, runs through September and October. Um, uh, even into the, into the last week of October. And then if that runs into November, then the last, the, whatever, the first couple of days of November, but the tickets in August and September are cheaper than if you go closer to Halloween. Right. And so well, on. And, oh, go ahead. And, no. And I was going to say there are certain weekends, like they'll hike the price up on like Friday nights. Sorry. Yes. That's the reality no. of the tourism industry. That's yeah. Like, oh, hey, everybody's off on Friday. So yeah. if you go in September, you can get tickets for about eighty dollars. Right. Uh, while if you go in October, you're talking more like a hundred and ten dollars. And don't even think like um, if you haven't planned to go on Halloween Eve, like the day they release the tickets, that usually is the first day to sell out. Obviously, because yes. what are you gonna do? Um, the thing that's extra, and I guess we should talk about what's extra. What are you getting for that money other than admission back into the park? Is you're getting trick or treating, like, like the good stuff, like you know the people who hand out the whole candy bars. You know those houses. Imagine a theme park full of that. So yes, so yes, they, there's vats. It's like barrels. You go from station to station, and they're those big barrels full of candy, and they don't give you one. You knock on a door at home, you know, in your neighborhood, and they go, "Oh, welcome," and they give you one little piece, maybe two, right. When I went, I remember they just like stuck their whole hand into the barrel like a claw, uh -huh. like a claw machine, and they just scooped it up and dumped it in your bag. And my kids' eyes popped out. <laughs> like they popped out. And on top of that, one of my sons left his bag somewhere and he was so sad. And we went to the next barrel and the guy was like, what's wrong? And he goes, I lost my bag. The guy got him a new bag, which, you know, he had extra, and filled it like halfway full of the candy that was in his barrel. Oh, man. And my son, of course, then he was like, yeah, I love Disney, you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, um, that's a, it, and they're like, like she, she's saying, she's not, there's only been a few times um, where I've gone where it, they were like kind of parsing it out like piece by piece. And it was because like, they were, it was towards the end and they were, you know, trying to conserve candy, but, um, at the beginning, they're just like, here, take it. It won't keep. It's a hundred degrees out. It's going to melt. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and so that's one of the things that people do is they, they can either go trick or treating. People dress up. You can dress up, although there are some limitations to what you can dress up as, especially if you're an adult. Um, we are no gonna, masks. Oh, yeah, no masks. Adults aren't allowed to wear masks. Um, kids are under fourteen. 
Uh, yes. And you're not allowed to wear, like, a very highly evolved costume with things pointing out of it. Like, you know. And they they also probably wouldn't let you wear something very um, scary, believe it or not. They're not going to let you wear anything that might scare children. So Because it, this needs to be the happiest place on earth hey, the, for everyone yeah, the name of children the, included <laughs> the name of the event is mickey's not so scary because <laughs> because here's the other problem with halloween in general i think um which is it's turned into this blood and gore um occult supernatural fest um and so it's very hard to take young children to like haunted houses out in the community that isn't overly traumatic and scary for them and you know and you don't know a lot of kids maybe they can handle it they've been desensitized but maybe you have that sensitive child who you know is still afraid of the boogeyman in the closet i was one of those children i slept with a nightlight until i was 12 because i would thought there was monsters under my bed so my children still do yeah so this is you know it's not that's the difference i think between the Walt Disney World version of their Halloween party versus Sea Universal and Sea World. And Sea World's a little more fuzzy too. They're a little more warm and fuzzy um, with their Halloween party. But um, Universal Studios, um, which is the competitor, does a Halloween Horror Nights, and it is exactly what you think it is. It is blood and gore and zombies and you know and axe wielding murderers roaming the park and you know and it's it's definitely yeah, I'm not, not for interested. children yeah it's not sound interesting not exciting to me it is Mickey's not so intense. scary all the way right and because you know they they want cuz i think one of and i'm an october baby so i was born in october and you know as long as i can remember i remember having halloween themed birthday parties and so October is my favorite month, but I love the idea of when I, even as a little kid, being spooked, like in a good, you know, spooky story, but not a a gory, terrible, you know, traumatic story, but a, a nice ghost story. So the, think of it as like the ghost stories you tell as a kid kind of party. Like, oh, yeah, the, um, you know, oh, sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Well, I was going to ask, because you made a comment about how Halloween has evolved. And all I recall from uh, Halloween is just the spooky and and that kinds of stuff. And I just wanted to, I guess, go back and find out how it has evolved. Or like, I I guess I, I don't even know where Halloween came from. I just know that as a kid, I used to go out and dress up and get candy. Well, and and if you're not familiar with you know and i know that some of our audience members know exactly where halloween is but um comes from but it's all hallows eve which is so november 1st is a christian catholic feast day which is all saints day and i think november 2nd all souls day if i get those confused forgive me but so all hallows eve the day before a hallowed day um, turned into basically a pagan holiday. <laughs> it's like, oh, hey, the Christian holiday is the next day. Let's just go out and, you know, and uh, I'm not quite sure how, like, um, the all of the traditions um, evolved throughout the, the years. I know that they used to carve, you know, the pumpkins and the jack-o'-lanterns and the turnips. They used to use turnips and carve them. Oh, really? Yeah. That's interesting. 
And so that, that's been around for centuries and, um, and they used to do scarecrows and, you know, um, I, this is interesting. Um, have you ever seen the movie, um, Judy Garland movie? Oh, meet me in St. Louis. Have you ever seen that movie? No. Oh, they have four basic um, times a year. They celebrate um, this year in like four acts in a way. And one of the acts takes place on Halloween, like at the turn of the century, like in, okay, like in Walt's day. So, um, <laughs> and they, they talk about the, the girls are going out, their little girls are going out, not to trick or treat, but to play pranks on people. Oh. And so they're dressing up as, as witches and banshees and to go scare, um, I guess spooks back to the old days or whatever, or, you know, to, and so they used to go throw flour in people's faces. And I'm like, when did this what? change? <laughs> right. And so, you know, in order to, and this was just in meet me in St. Louis. So my knowledge is very limited, but I, I think it's one of those things that changed where it's like, let's stop making the, you know, having the kids go out and run amok. Amok, amok, amok. Um, run yeah, amok, amok. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice. And, um, and give them candy and Bob for apples and, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, turned it into a more of a trick or treating thing. But, um, and then I feel like in the last 20 or 30 years, it's gotten to the point where it's like, it's not, you know, trick or treating has now become trunk or treating in these big cities because a lot of neighborhoods, you know, people feel like they're, unsafe for their kids to walk around in. And that's one of the things that, you know, happened with Disney is like they wanted to give parents a safe place to, for their kids to go trick or treating. Um, but then I also feel like ha haunted houses have evolved into like these all out scare the wits out of people, you know, lots of gore and disgusting things too, kind of Halloween. And um, that, that's not the party we're going to, thankfully. There's nothing gory, nothing terribly scary. Um, it's a little If there more, was, I wouldn't be going. <laughs> right, because, you know, I can't get her on Tower of Terror, and I, I'm probably going to have to fight to get her on um, Haunted Mansion, but uh, <laughs> they're celebrating. No, there's supposed to be something special during the event at Haunted Mansion, so I'll right. probably go to see what it's about. So, and here's the other thing, too, that you get at one of these special events is that you get a little more theming like they have uh, more of a halloween decorations and themings uh lighting um they have special parades and special uh fireworks that are just you can only see them for the time of the um of the party like the, my favorite parade is there um which is the boo to you parade and then oh, God, that is my all time favorite. It is my all time parade. favorite. Yeah. All time favorite. Yeah. So there's special things that, the, that they bring out just for this. And one of the things that I always, and it's ever since I was a kid, and maybe some of you all who are listening remember this cartoon was the Ichabod Crane. And it, it's also not a cartoon, you know, obviously it was a, a great American novel, um, which is, you know, Ichabod Crane and, at the Headless Horseman or The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. There we go. That's the right one. Um, been remade. Disney did the, the cartoon version in the 1940s, and the narrator was Bing Crosby. And that's where you get all, like, the cool little um, Disney Halloween songs about that. And then you get the ride yes. of the Headless Horseman. Do you know yes. what I'm talking about? I don't know. Me? Do I need I to do. explain this? Yeah. 
Uh, explain it anyway, because even yeah. if I know, the audience might not know. So uh, this is a, a tale that takes place in the like colonial times um, in New England, and it's about a school teacher named Ichabod Crane, and he's wooing the fair Katrina, who's the richest guy, you know, farmer in the land. His daughter's really beautiful, and so he's trying to get Katrina, fair Katrina, to marry him. Um, but he has a rival named Brom Bones, and he's like the Gaston. He's the uh, the big burly guy who's also trying to get Katrina. So they go to a party one night, and Katrina's there, and Brom Bones, and and Brom Bones notices that Ichabod is trying to you know get Katrina to you know fall in love. So he kind of hitches a kind of a mean spirited plan. Or he tells, he noticed Ichabod's is kind of like a a little bit of a scaredy cat. So he tells him this legend of of Sleepy Hollow, which is the, uh, you know, on Halloween um, evening, you know, if you go over the bridge, you'll see a guy with no head or a pumpkin, flaming pumpkin for his head. And, you know, and it chase, you know, chases you down on the black stallion and, you know, and you die. So in a sense, it scares Ichabod really bad. <laughs> and so as he's riding over this bridge that he just heard about, you know, he's, he's had that, that spooky, scary experience where he, everything he hears is scaring him. And then he sees it, you know, the, the headless horseman riding to him. And, you know, it's this harrowing scene of um, him trying to get away from the headless horseman. And then, you know, the next day you see, you know, a smashed pumpkin in the middle of the bridge. And, and then they're like, nobody has seen Ichabod in that town again. And, you know, and then, you know, it's like, whatever happened to him, some say he moved away, some say he did this. And, you know, but, you know, we, it kind of ends ambiguously. But anyway, it's a really, it's a, a great Disney kind of spooky story. And uh, then, so at yes, the Magic a classic. Kingdom, it's a classic. And. It is one of my favorite Disney Halloween traditions is to actually find that on YouTube and watch the whole thing in its entirety because I love it so much. And so um, before the Halloween parade starts, they do actually have um, the ride of the Headless Horseman down Main Street, USA with his little flaming pumpkin. It is really, um, if you blink, you'll miss it because it is, he's riding a horse by you. <laughs> so it's, it's, yes. it's pretty neat. Um, so those are some special things, and then they have special food, and um, and you know, lots and lots of specialty desserts. Well, yeah, a lot of themed desserts, like decorate Halloween themed decorated cupcakes, oh, um, are yeah. usually there. Uh, let's say there's a a character. Um, it it could be. It doesn't have to be a Halloween character. It could be Mickey Mouse. Um, that they just decorate up up in Halloween outfit and put onto a, a cupcake. Right. Um, but they are very, very creative. Um, they are also very, very delicious. Uh, so if you go, you may gain 10 pounds if you try <laughs> everything. Right. <laughs> well, yeah. And that's the thing, too, is like with these extra ticketed events is a lot of times there's food included in some fashion. And, uh, you know, it's it's usually... Something like cookies, like at Christmas time, is cookies and cocoa, and then um, yes, I which is not as good. No, no. At, at Christmas time, the cookies and the cocoa are free, I believe. Yes, they are, and well, so is the candy well, at Halloween. True, but the other stuff, like the cupcakes, and uh, there's a Maleficent 
ice cream cone. I believe it's lime flavor. Yes, I had one last year. It was awesome. (laughs) That is right. That you have to pay for. Mm -hmm. Um, So this year there's, so, okay. And this is harking back to, um, if you're not familiar with the Haunted Mansion, um, one of the many characters in the Haunted Mansion, one of the main characters in the Haunted Mansion is Constance, who is a bride, is a uh, black widow, if you would, and she's hacked all of her husbands to death. And so you can buy Constance wedding cake during the party, and it's like a little tiny mini um, two-tiered wedding cake with an X on top of it made out of like fondant <laughs> and buttercream. And I'm so getting that. I'm like gonna even if I have to stand in line for a half an hour, I'm gonna we'll get that. We'll share it. Yes, we'll share it. Um, so there's a, there's a lot of really good stuff for both kids and for adults. I mean, I I think that's the big distinction too between like if you're you know going to a haunted house like at a at a, a local pumpkin patch versus a Disney event is. Sometimes it's like, oh, okay, we have to do stuff that is very much catered to little kids, but it's kind of lame. And or it's very much catered to adults, and it's way too scary for kids. And there's no in between. Whereas I feel like Disney does it right for both um, parents and kids because the kids get a little spooked out, but it's not. There's no nothing gory. You know, they're not going to be reciting scenes from The Exorcist. It's gonna be you know um playful it's still fun yeah so like they also have stage shows there's a stage show in front of the castle and i believe this year they're going to have the hocus pocus sisters right um as the center attraction uh if you haven't heard of the hocus pocus movie it had Bette midler and sarah jessica parker parker and oh yeah and i cannot remember the third witch and i see her face she was in sister act um, right, and she was hilarious. Yeah, yeah, and I can't remember her name off the top of my head, but she, so that movie came out in the 90s, mm-hmm. <laughs> and now it's like a, a cult classic in a sense, because I tell you what, I didn't really enjoy it in the 90s, but now everybody seems to be gaga about it, because it's on um, uh, the Disney Channel It movies. comes out every Halloween. Right, so it's it's kind of like a Charlie Brown like Christmas. It? I when it came out I wasn't all that impressed with it. No. Oh, I liked it. I don't know. And it, it kind of spooked me a little bit, but um I mean but their their facial expressions. Oh yeah. But Midler and the the one that we can't remember her name. Uh and even Sarah Jessica Parker. They were just all kooky. Yeah. They were just all kooky. They were scary and witches like, and not necessarily spooky gory witches. So they were yeah. They were scary and funny and and kind of and kind of spooky but not over the top um where you know you you weren't quite 100% scared of them right like Yes yes Yeah and even the characters in the movie weren't 100% scared of them except for the the three main kids in there but anyway Yes um so th- so they're they're the main attraction on the uh stage show in front of the castle so there's that two to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe there's a separate area that even though the whole event is very kid adult friendly, there's a area that um, the not so scary fun for little ones where it's even less scary, um, where they tame it down. The, the characters are still dressed up in Halloweenish outfits, but 
they're all smiling and happy. Yeah. So your kids can, um, young kids in particular, can go and dance with their characters, um, Disney Junior characters, and have a great time. Um, yeah. While while you're there, uh, and all the rides I believe are are open. So because they limit how many people come in, instead of waiting an hour for a line, you're waiting. Probably 20 minutes, hopefully 15. Yeah. I'm praying for 10, but you know. <laughs> well, there are a few attractions. Please, Lord, <laughs> let it be 10 minutes. I um, wonder if there's a saint I can pray to to, to right? less, lessen this wait time. Um, there are special, um, what they call overlays on attractions. So inside of the Pirates of the Caribbean, they have live actors that play pirates throughout the ride. That'll be fun. Yes. That doesn't normally happen. And then Space Mountain, which is usually in space, where you can see space above you as you're riding, is totally in darkness for this night. So there's no lights on at all. Um, And then um, the Haunted Mansion has um, Madame Leota, um, um, a storyteller who's who's in full uh, character costume with special effects, um, interacting with the crowds in line and telling stories and um, just uh, posing for pictures and just being kind of cool out in front of the haunted mansion. So there's some special, special things. And not only that, some of the attractions, they'll give you candy at the end. Like they sometimes are trick or treat stops as well. Nice. I know. Can't wait. So bring your big bag <laughs> and dental floss and toothbrush and toothpaste. Well, and that's, that's <laughs> the other thing too, is like, are you the kind that do you, when you get more candy than you, actually can eat or use in a month or two you know before it goes bad do you give some of you know do you donate candy do you give candy away i do i ultimately end up giving away probably 98 percent of the candy that i get uh i believe the last time i went to not so scary we came back with this huge bag of candy and my husband took it to work and left it like in the um what is that little lounge area? Mm-hmm. And uh, in his office, there were they uh, they had a lot of newbies who basically are poor. So it was like, yay, free food, even though it's candy. But it's, yay, it's free food. I think everybody's like that. Yay, free food. <laughs> even if you could afford, like, tw- you know, to buy out the whole not so scary. It's like, yay, free food. Yay, free food. Yeah, right. <laughs> um. Yeah, I I know that I probably will be sharing. Like, there's certain. Do you you know this is not very a Disney very question, but it's a Halloween question. What's your favorite candy then for trick or treating? What do you like to get? Oh, I like to get a hundred grand. Oh, interesting. It's caramel and crunchy and chocolatey, all in one. I love hundred grand. Oh. The small one though. Yeah, because. The big bar is just way too much. Now, the reality is my favorite chocolate is actually a brand called Milka. Oh, yeah. But I, they're not going to give that out. That's no. not an American That's brand. A, isn't so, it German? That's a German brand. German. Yep. German. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that's my favorite. You can buy it in Germany at Epcot. Yes. Uh, for a pretty penny. <laughs> uh, and surprisingly, actually, uh, I was at Ross Dress for Less here. And I was walking, going to pay for something, and I saw some Milka bars. Oh. 
And I was like, what? This is Ross dressed for less. And it was a huge bar for, I think, like maybe $3 or something. So I had to buy it. Of course. I had to. You know, I, I think, had to. I think Trader Joe's. It was a also- sign from God. It was a sign from God. I must have this chocolate. This bar of chocolate. And luckily it comes in like pieces. So I broke it off in pieces and ate it. It took me like five months to eat. Oh, but anyway, no, I, I actually, mine is, and I know you don't like peanut butter, but I love the Reese's peanut butter cups and also mounds and almond joy. Like if I get a mounds and almond joy, uh, I'm like a squirrel. I'm like, I'm going to bury that somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out later. Cause that's, those are my favorites. Yes. Oh, they'll have those ones. Yeah, they will. I'm super excited. Those ones. And then of course, M&Ms, um, you can't go wrong with M&Ms and I'm a chocolate fan, yes. obviously. Yes. So, and there's stuff in there that I'm like, no, no, thank you. No, I'm not a hard candy fan. Yes. So anything hard candy, like jawbreakers, I'm like, nah. But. Yeah, I, I'm not into jawbreakers. I'm not into letting the candy sit in my mouth. Right. For very long. I just don't like it. I don't know why. My mouth gets tired, even though it's not doing anything. Well, and here's the, <laughs> here's the other thing, too, is that Disney also does the blue, the teal pumpkin. Um, trick or treating. So, um, I know that's a, a, a relatively new phase, which is if you have a, a teal trick or treat bag or you keep a teal pumpkin on your, on your, um, stair, it means that you give out, um, treats that are, are for, um, allergy sensitive. So like, you know, gluten free or sugar free or, or not even anything to eat, like, you know, something that, People with peanut allergies or, you know, special dietary concerns, you know, they can have it. So instead of getting candy at Disney, they'll give you tokens and you take the tokens uh, to a special shop and you trade in your tokens for something, um, a special gift of some sort, which I don't know what it is because obviously I go straight for the candy. (laughs) I've never, I I didn't know that. You know what? Maybe we should try that. Maybe I should forego the candy and... I should go for the healthier um, blue token this time and see what that's all about. Well, I am happy to share my candy with you. I know. Or we can vice versa. I can get the tokens and you can get the candy. And I'm pretty sure, I'm hoping, that you would be happy to share with me. Um, let me think about that. Um, <laughs> sure, yes. <laughs> no, uh, sharing so- is caring, people. So we will always yes. share our candy with you. Yes. And, you know, just like we share all of this other stuff with you for nothing, just the joy of sharing it because it is, it is, you know, very joyful. It's fun for us. Yeah. It's fun. It it brings me joy to talk about Disney. It does. It's It's a it lot does. of fun to... To talk about things that maybe you remember from your childhood, like, you know, I don't know how many of you remember some of these Disney, um, like, Halloween specials, or even the normal Halloween specials, like, you know, I have to watch, uh, it, uh, it's the Great Pumpkin Charlie Brown every year. Have to nice. do it. That's a good one. Yeah. I, ha- I have uh, cartoons that I watch every year for Christmas. Yes. Uh, we can talk about that in a different episode. We will talk about but that. <laughs> I love Christmas, and so I have my special ones for Christmas. Uh, I did want to talk about dressing up a little <gasps> okay, bit. Okay, you I go right ahead. I think Deborah dabbed on that just a little bit. She made a brief comment. But to me, one of the funnest parts about the not-so-scary is people get dressed up. And maybe it's because I wear rose-colored glasses when I go in there. 
But I feel like 90% of the people that show up are dressed up. Maybe 80 is more realistic. So it's a lot, a lot of fun to see all the different costumes and renditions of costumes. Because like one year, our family went as Alice in Wonderland characters. Mm -hmm. And my husband and I dressed up as Tweedledee and Tweedledum. And I, one, I think we went in November. So I had to dress warm because I'm from Hawaii and I get cold really fast. So we, I had bought us red sweatpants and a red, or uh, sorry, a yellow sweater. And I had made like just a blue um, sash, is that's what it's called, that goes over their, you know, their shoulders and stuff mm -hmm. uh, with a bow tie. And so it pretty much covered us up. Yeah. Uh, mostly because I myself get cold. Uh, and we look kind of dopey-ish, kind of like the actual Tweedledee Tweedledum, right? Where right. they're kind of round and big. Well, we saw these other people who were dressed up, uh, these two girls, and they were wearing very much like stylish clothes. They, and they matched the color, so red pants, yellow shirt, they had beanies on. Um, and but it was a lot of fun to just walk by and go, "Hey, hey, Tweedledee, Tweedledee, look!" You know, and you take pictures with them too. And and there was this whole family that dressed up as Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, which was so cute. And the dopey was a little baby in a stroller. How cute! And I just thought that was the cutest thing. I asked them to take a picture of them uh, because you know you shouldn't take pictures of people unless you get permission. Yeah. Um, and so, so I did, and they were happy to let me take a picture. And it's just part of the fun. It it's is part, part of, the fun. of the fun. Do you, do you want to hear up. about my favorite costume? Because I, you know, we yes. So we have a mutual friend who is going with us too. Um, and him, him and I have, um, and now his family have been picking a theme every year that we've been doing this. And so one year, and this is like ten years ago, um, the theme was comedy props. And it was, oh. and and it, it was like he had a whoopee cushion costume, and what? yeah, like he was a full blown whoopee cushion, and nice. then his wife was a banana, like you know, had one of those really big banana costumes. Nice. And nice. um, I can't remember who else went with us, but um, I decided to hand make my costume, and it's by far my most favorite and most interesting costume I've ever made since the theme was comedy props. I made a wearable, huge, um, like, uh, funny nose and glasses. So <laughs> it was like, it was kind of, yeah. And I wore it over, basically it was like a, something I wore over my chest. Anyway, um, so I went to the, um, and it was like, yeah, it, it went from, the eyebrows went from basically like neckline and then the little mustache was like a skirt in a sense. Um, so it was that big. It was that big. And so I made. How out did of, you get on the rides? I can't remember. I don't think it was all that pokey outy. I guess that's a oh, word. Okay. That, but I went to. So here's how I made it. I went to like Hobby Lobby or, you know, or Michael's or some craft store. I can't remember. And I bought those foam um, wreaths, you know, where you can yeah, just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the glasses part. And okay. then I bought some flush colored felt for the nose and I kind of shaped nice. it out and I attached it to the, the glasses and I bought some black fur, like some 
black nice. skin. And then I attached yeah. that as the eyebrows and mustache. Mustache, yeah, yeah. And then I put some straps on it and I strapped it to me. That's so creative. And I was like that. And I loved that costume. I don't know if many people got that. They're like, what in the world what are you? <laughs> yeah. And well, oh, I want to see a picture. I wonder if I could find a picture. And then the next year we did something with movies and, and they're like, oh, pick a favorite movie. And I'm like, that's too generic. So I came as a movie. I, I made a, a film movie. strip and, oh, nice. and like wrapped it around me. So. I have a picture. I know I have a, a picture of that costume, but okay. Um, this year, I will promise you when we get back, we will share what um, Sherry and I are dressing up as a theme, and we won't tell you yet what it is. It is Disney themed, but I'm super excited about it. Um, I've been plotting and planning this for uh, about <laughs> two weeks now, and um, hopefully, we will have a maybe a picture that we would be willing to share. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe. 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 Sherry, Sherry's <laughs> a little more camera shy than I am. Um, and then, uh, you know, we're, we're going with, um, our friends are going as Fortnite characters. And I have no, I, I have no, I don't have kids. So I don't know what Fortnite is. <laughs> I know it's a game, but I, I have kids, but I don't let them play Fortnite. Oh, I don't even know what it is. So I don't, I'm like, I cannot participate, does not compute. So, um, anything else we need to discuss? Uh, no, so far as the not so scary, I think that everybody should just go because once you experience it once, you'll want to go again. It's so much fun. It's so amazing. Uh, it's so great. Less crowds. Every year uh, is very similar and yet they add new things or they change things. So, so it's still a different experience right uh and and you can go and celebrate the not so scary before you celebrate all saints day the next day yeah before you have to go to mass the next day ah, right holy day of obligation so but uh, don't fall asleep don't fall asleep don't fall in fall church asleep. yeah and don't <laughs> eat that candy before you go to mass that's right that's right maybe after after, before, after you know what you know what would be great is if you take your candy to mass and, and share it with everybody. Like after mass. Like, hey, have after a piece mass. of candy as you're walking exactly. out to your car. That's right. And the sharing with all. Or give your, your pastor or your priest some candy, you know, for, yes. uh, you know, happy, uh, you know. Um, all Saints Day. All Saints Day. Have some candy. Yes. Uh, you know, but that's just something to think about for getting you in the spooky mood. I I was going to tell you a ghost story, but we won't because... um. Please don't. No, well, you don't Please need don't. to hear. I might any. not talk to you for a few days. I know, I know. I, <laughs> I am probably going to tell you this these stories when we get to there because you know why. No, no, I really will. <laughs> I will walk away from you. I will. You will no longer be my friend. It's so funny. I will go sit on the side with my funnel cake and my iced coffee, and you go to tell your stories to some stranger. Oh, okay. I will. I will try to be not so scary. Although that's oh. yeah. My my spooky Halloween, <laughs> but anyway, um, I believe we're gonna um end it right here, and I'm I'm gonna ask you if you have any questions to you know let us know um if there's something you want us to talk about um some Disney questions even if it's not um theme park related you know you can always let us know we'd love to to interact with you um 
via the podcast. Like, we'd love to answer questions. We love Disney. We love Disney. Anything Disney. Right. And it's okay. And we are getting a little older, so the newer Disney stuff we might not be so up on, but we can certainly give it a try. We can try. Sherry has kids, so she has a little more, um, she has a little more experience with some things than I do, but. And actually, it would give me an excuse to go do it. <laughs> right. Whatever question you have, oh, that's new. I got to go try. Right. Or I, I got to go see that. that. Exactly. So anyway, well, you've been listening to The Secrets of Disney on the Star Quest Production Network. To find links uh, from this uh, discussion, which I, I'll try to include some stuff, um, and to find previous episodes, and to send us feedback, please visit SQPN dot com backslash disney you can email us at disney at sqpn.com or follow star quest on social media at facebook.com backslash star quest media or on twitter at sqpn i'm deborah shaven and i'm sherry tamamoto and once again thank you for joining us for the secrets of disney on star quest for now